Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Well, amen, amen. Uh, so I want to say thank you for being here tonight. And um, this is our fourth Wednesday. Well, it's our last Wednesday of the month. That's how we say it. So on the last Wednesday of the month, we do a, a prayer-focused uh, service. And so we're getting ready to launch into a, a little season of individual prayer. And then we'll come back and, and uh, be, be praying for individuals um, with some different areas of emphasis and need. And uh, so anyway, thanks for being here. I'm going to ask that we're also going to have a moment of, of uh, communion, and we, we practice uh, open communion here at this church. In other words, you don't have to be a member of the church, uh, just a believer on Jesus. And so um, you should have uh, received some elements when you came in. If you didn't, could you raise your hand, and then our ushers will serve you. And we just want to make sure everybody has this in your hand. We're going to receive communion together right before we go into that prayer time because prayer is commune with God. That's what prayer is. And so we're going to just link these two moments together tonight. Keep your hand up until our, our wonderful ushers get there. Thank you so much, everybody who's serving as ushers tonight. If you have a copy of God's word, uh, I'm just going to share a quick thought, uh, kind of launching out of Matthew chapter 26, verse 26. Matthew chapter 26. Verse 26, are y'all okay tonight? Everybody's, everybody's glad to be in church? All right, you can smile, tell your face you're happy to be here. All right, uh, I'm glad you're here too. Uh, I often have said this, and I believe with all my heart, you can, you can tell the size of a church maybe on its weekend services, but you tell the strength of the church in its prayer services. And this is where... As the song says, this is how we fight our battles. This is where, this is where the real ministry happens and is these moments of, of corporate prayer. So thank you for not only for being here, but for what you're getting ready to, to do and, and uh, contend with us for. Matthew 26, verse 26, it says, While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body. We read it one more time. They were eating, and Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. No doubt when this happened, um, I'm not certain that the disciples had a full understanding of, of what the Lord's Supper and what communion would represent and what it would, um, uh, what would, you know, here we would be 2,000 years later still in, in memorial of, of this sacrifice, that we're still honoring it. But there are some different beliefs about communion. Let me run through them real quick um, about, about what's going on in, in what the communion fully represents. Uh, there's some different beliefs about that. Uh, one belief is transubstantiation. If you've heard of transubstantiation, it's a big old uh, doctrinal word. But here's what transubstantiation, they would believe that, um, that um, as we would 
peel back and have the bread and take the bread, that the bread literally becomes the literal body of Jesus and that the, uh, the juice or the wine literally becomes the blood of Jesus. Now, that's not uh, biblical and it's not, wouldn't be our doctrine. Um, then there's consubstantiation, which is similar to that, but instead of it turning into, uh, that belief system would say that, uh, that the literal body is contained in the bread currently and the literal blood is contained in, in there and, and versus it uh, transitioning to it, it, it already is that. And then there's the reformed view of, of this moment of communion, um, which is that Christ literally is not present in the elements, but there is a spiritual presence of Christ uh, in the reformed view of, of, of communion, which you're getting ready to take. Um, they believe that the recipient would receive grace through the partaking of the elements, which is, again, not, not our doctrine. Uh, and then there's the memorial view of of communion, which would be our doctrine, biblical view. Um, this view teaches that Jesus is not present in the elements physically or spiritually, but that the Lord's Supper stands for, uh, it's a symbolism, it's symbolic reminder of what Jesus did for us. As often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me, Jesus said. And so um, in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 that we read, the first thing is said that Jesus took bread. And um, the significance of him taking bread besides, it's, it's not just that bread is super good. Anybody like to go to restaurants with good fresh baked bread? Amen. <laughs> I, could, I could talk for quite some time just on that topic. I could give you my list of the top six and we could go, all right? But he takes bread not just because bread is delicious, but he takes bread because of what bread was already representing, what he had already taught, which is verses like John 6, 35, when Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. He who believes in me will never go thirsty. Jesus had already taught that he was the bread of life. So when he takes bread, he's getting ready. It symbolizes himself. It's symbolizing that he's our sustenance, that he's our source. And so in this moment, when we have these moments of memorial, communion, remembering his sacrifice, when we take uh, that bread, we are fully embracing the fact that we can be in relationship with him. He is the bread. He becomes our sustenance. He becomes our, we're having fellowship with him. That's, again, that word commune, that's what that means, would be to fellowship with Jesus. So when we take this bread, it does represent him. It represents fellowship with him. If, if we don't take the initiative to remember that moment, then this just becomes just a formality. And so, we're going in a moment to receive the bread and everything it represents, and then we're just gonna continue in fellowship with him into an incredible, fruitful season of prayer in this room. So he takes bread, then, then the Bible says he th gives thanks for it, he blesses it. Now, we can go, oh yeah, he was just praying a blessing over the meal, that's what we do as Christians. Um, but think about for a second what he was really giving thanks for. Because the bread and, and, and the cup represented his broken body and his shed blood. So he is blessing, he is thanking God for 
what he's about to do, the sacrifice he's about to make, the, the, uh, the offering that he is about to be. We can learn a lot. We should try to adopt this viewpoint of ministry, this viewpoint of giving, this viewpoint of sacrifice, that we are thankful to do that. That, that should be our mindset. That should be our attitude. I mean, even just a few moments ago, ministry opportunities were, 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 were talked about and opportunities were, were given out. Our, our attitude should be, I thank you, God, not that I'm being forced to do any of this stuff. I thank you that I get to do this stuff. This is the same attitude. Here's Jesus blessing this moment, thanking, uh, thanking God for these elements that represent his great sacrifice. So he takes bread, he thanks God for all that it represents. Then the Bible says he broke the bread, and that's significant. Didn't, didn't slice the bread, but he, he breaks the bread. And I think most of us probably already are there as to why it's significant. Because his bread is the body, and the brokenness would represent his broken body. Isaiah talked about that, prophesied about that in chapter 53. When he said he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds, we are healed. That, that brokenness, that broken body. Um, I would ask you this. As we get ready to, again, observe uh, and take bread and, and what it represents is broken body. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about what needs to be broken off of your life tonight. What needs to be separated from who you currently are? Because as we go into this season of prayer, that's one of the, one of the things that we, should, uh, that we should be regularly in our prayers and say, God, just examine my heart. God, just kind of show me what needs to be uh, broken out of my life, what, needs to, what, what, what kind of breakthrough I need, if you want, if you want to say it that way. And so he, he takes the bread. He thanks God for the bread. He breaks the bread and then he gave the bread. He gave out the bread to those who'd be responsible for spreading the gospel to the ends of the earth. And saying here, I'm, I'm giving myself to you so that you can give me away. John chapter six, verse 51, he says, I'm the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. As he, as he gave the bread, he's giving his life so that we can have life, so that we can, that we can live for him. And, um, you know, we, we were talking about persecution a little bit uh, this, this last weekend and uh, talking about people that have, have given their life for Jesus as martyrs, like had to, had to make a decision to, to live or die, to, 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 to die or to renounce your faith. And people uh, are still in that, by the thousands on this planet this year will, will die for their faith. And sometimes we want to go, I would die for my faith. But the first sign as to whether or not you would die for your faith is whether or not you'll live for your faith. So when Jesus is handing it out, he's saying, here, I'm going to die, but I want you to live for me. And so living uh, for him, living in, in constant right relationship with him, that's what this represents. And so I, I want us to partake communion uh, with these elements and everything that they represent. And then I'm going to release you to individual commune fellowship with Jesus. 
Uh, and if you're here today, I said a moment ago that, um, that we practice open communion. Uh, the, only, the only requirement would be that you are a believer, that you are right with God. And because the Bible does give us instruction about taking this um, when, our, when our life is not what it needs to be. 1 Corinthians 11 says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of Jesus. A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks the cup. Examine himself. And I want to ask you to do that. Matter of fact, can we just close our eyes all over this room? And I want you to have a moment of examination. And maybe you are here tonight for maybe whatever reason you're here. But maybe it wasn't to have fellowship with Jesus. Or maybe, it, maybe you don't even know how to do that. But if you're here tonight and you're outside of relationship with Jesus, this is the moment. As you hold maybe, maybe that piece of bread in your hand, picture Jesus as he took that bread 2,000 years ago and he blessed it and he gave it to his disciples after he broke it. And he said, here, this, this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. If you need forgiveness of your sin, if you need to be right with God tonight, I want you right there where you are. I just want you to say a simple prayer to Jesus. Maybe we could all just do this, but just pray something very simple like, Lord, forgive me. God, I, I believe on you tonight. I want to be in right relationship with you. I want to be in fellowship with you. I want to be in constant commune with you. And so God, I pray you'd break off of my life anything and everything that would separate me from you. Come on, right there where you are, just pray that prayer of commitment and that belief on him. And now let me give thanks for this bread tonight. As you peel back that top layer, just hold that bread for a moment and I'll pray and we're gonna partake of it together. Father, I thank you for your broken body and everything that it represents. And tonight as we take this bread and as we get ready to have an extended moment of communion with you, Lord, I pray that you would be so real in every single life. Lord, as your body was broken, our bodies can be healed. As your body was broken, we, be, we become the, the body of Christ here on this earth. So, so help us in that, God. I pray for breakthrough in every single life that's here tonight. Lord, even as we partake of this bread, I pray healing would come. Even as we partake of this bread, I pray, Lord, that, that strongholds would be broken in Jesus' name. Things we've been praying about would come to pass tonight. In Jesus' name, let's partake of the bread together. And now just peel back that second layer and let's pray and ask God's blessing on this cup. Lord, you also took a cup and made it very clear of what it represents. Without the shedding of your blood, we could not be free from our sin. And so there are some in this room, just even over the last two minutes, who have found forgiveness 
who have found freedom, who have found a, a, a pure heart again. And I pray, God, that you'd help us to protect that innocence. And Father, thank you for sending your son to pay the price for our sin. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, let's partake of the cup together. Now, what we want you to do, um, we're going to just um, go into a time of individual prayer. And again, just real, the heart was just to continue this moment of, of commune with God. Um, there may be some different prayer requests that, that, that show up on the screen, uh, but have, have a few minutes. We're going to probably take 15 or so minutes and just have individual prayer time. We'll come back and do some more worship and lead in some individual uh, prayers over individuals and different things going on. But God bless you. You can feel free to walk around. You can kneel where you are. You can stand. Uh, but let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.